0: Hello, and welcome to the Power Your Advice podcast, brought to you by Advisorpedia. In this series, we interview innovators from across the financial services industry to help you understand who they are, what they do, and why that matters to you and your clients. And now, please join your host, Doug Heikinen. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. Today, we're talking cash with Frank Bonanno, the Managing Director and Head of Marketing at Stonecastle Cash Management. Cash is very much something to discuss as its return as a favorite asset class is holding steady and advisors are using it to gain more and more assets under management. Welcome, Frank. Doug, happy to be with you. Thanks for having me. I do appreciate it. It's been a heck of a year for you and the team at Stonecastle, hasn't it?
1: It has been. The uh, the cash story has certainly reared up again and it's come back with a vengeance. So it's been a, uh, been a good whirlwind for us.
0: Well, it's made a huge comeback over the past year and a half. Did that translate into advisors allocating more cash for their clients?
1: Uh, candidly, I I hope not, and not in their managed portfolios. And the reason I say that is just 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 been such a monster bull market. I would have hate to have seen advisors losing out on that opportunity with their clients uh, to put cash to work. Um, advisors that are using treasuries or money funds in their managed portfolios, they've seen they've certainly seen. An uptick in the rates that they're getting on that sideline cash. But what it's done really is it's helped them to focus on the held away cash opportunity, which is where we like to educate advisors on the massive opportunity, which is uh, that's on the sidelines as far as held away cash, which is money held away from the managed portfolios that they have. So um, it's really been a year that's focused on rates going up and uninsured cash that may not be performing well, typically at large banks or what have you. So there's been a a large light that's been shining on that. So we've been educating around them on that. So they're not necessarily allocating their clients to cash, but they're finding ways to do more with this cash that's sitting idle outside of the relationship.
0: I bet you're having to answer a lot of questions about banks themselves. Oh yeah, we do all the time, absolutely. So, what's rallied the interest in cash? Is it more than just the rates being competitive?
1: Well, the rates—you know—that's always that's always the shiny object that's happening. So, you know, Fed activity, the Fed tightening over the last eighteen months or so, whatever it's been, has been, in a word, historic. So, rates have crept up steadily and historically, like I said, over the last year and change. So, that's that definitely that definitely put uh, some interest on it. But I think you, you know if we recall a little bit earlier in the year, the safety story kind of reared its head, and it's in, in in a large way. You had bank failures early on in the first quarter: Silicon Valley Bank, Signature Bank, First Republic, and rumblings about others at the time. And what that did was, and it was for a couple of weeks, a panic, and we were inundated, obviously, with just advisors who had high net worth clients that were worried about those banks or had investments in companies, that did business with those banks, et cetera, et cetera. So that kind of raised the specter of, wow, this something just went down. And thankfully it was isolated to just you know a handful of banks. Um, but what it did was just it really created an environment where uninsured deposits, and I've been saying this for months, Uninsured deposits became a, a, a hashtag. It's become a searchable item out there that it's just you know people were focusing on how do I get my deposits insured because there are so many, uh, so many in uninsured deposits at banks today. So um, yes, the rate was truly a big story, but then it switched over to safety, and then but this is like the perfect storm of events for cash and sa- the safety of cash. I should I should emphasize you had the bank failures, then you had some debt ceiling drama earlier in the year with the government. And it just kind of reminded us that there are still some headline risks out there for money funds or other types of uh, non-FDIC insured uh, alternatives out there. Then after that, you had the money fund announcement about money fund reform, mostly affecting the institutional side and prime funds, but still brought, brought to the fore, You know there is some headline risk in non-FDIC insured products. And then most recently, over the last month or two, you've had uh, major rating agencies talking about downgrades to certain banks and others on watch lists. So that kind of reinvigorated the, the, um, the storyboard around uninsured deposits and the potential of uh, more uninsured deposits becoming uh, a headline item. So uh, we've been sharing that with advisors, not, you know, not to scare them, just to remind them that, that stuff like this does happen. Um, and just to make sure that they that client's cash is secured, and which
0: means FDIC insured. Let's talk about why an advisor would spend time addressing their clients' held away cash. They have so much to do. What are some of the benefits of doing that?
1: Yeah, I think it's it's well one it's important just to address you know all asset classes if you're taking a holistic approach to managing your clients' assets. You do want to talk about assets that you don't even manage, and, and right now there's an opportunity with you know we've held away cash that's sitting at the bank. Like I said, many of the large banks they they're not playing catch up with the rates. there's you know there's such a huge rate disparity with what you can get on a just a traditional savings account and what you can get in other types of products. so the the rate story becomes huge. So there's still about five trillion with a T sitting in banks that are earning zero interest. And then there's uh, nearly just under $7 trillion right now. This is all according to the FDIC, not my numbers. Um, that's a little under $7 trillion That's uninsured. So there's this huge opportunity to talk to clients about this you know, this pocket of cash that's sitting out there. As a matter of fact, Capgemini puts out an annual report, and their 2023 report came out a couple of months ago, and it shows that for high net worth individuals, household assets This is a crazy statistic, but it's their their statistic. Household assets, there's up to 34% allocated to cash and liquidity um, vehicles for high net worth uh, investors. That is a huge number. So if advisors aren't addressing this cash that's held outside of their relationship, they may be missing a huge opportunity to kind of deepen the existing client relationship. And let's face it, if you're not talking if advisors are not talking to their clients about cash, particularly with the interest rate environment where it is right now, um, somebody else is, and there's a chance that they're going to they're going to you know get that money away from your existing clients. So we're trying to help we're trying to protect advisors to um, you know protect their relationships.
0: When advisors are thinking about held away cash from their clients, where should they be looking? What areas?
1: It's really um it's really just money that's sitting at the bank. It's an astonishing amount of money that's sitting there. And most people don't pay attention to it. Most people don't even know what rate they're getting at the bank. So, you know, we we put together a nice checklist for advisors. To, here's here's eight simple questions or ten questions that you can ask your your customers. Where do they where do they keep their cash? What's it earning? And maybe we can do a little bit more. And it's it's fascinating in the respect that um going you you're looking at those same amount of cash sitting at the bank, where if they moved to a different vehicle and I'll plug it for us, you know, for Stonecastle, it's FICA for advisors, our FICA product, uh, we're at a five percent rate now. And if you're getting, you know, if you're getting a half of a, a half a percent at the bank, you're talking about thousands of dollars in incremental interest income every single month on the same exact cash and just linking it to, you know, from their bank account to our product. So it's just, it's such a simple, simple process. But we're just re educating advisors on having the cash conversation. It is indeed an asset class. Now, at 5%, it is an asset class that should be talked about. So it's its easy pickings with all that money just sitting at the bank right now.
0: So most advisors have treasuries, money market mutual funds, AAA rated CLOs, ultra shorts, CDs to dress clients of ca- client cash. What's unique about Stone Castle?
1: Yeah, no, I appreciate that question. It's uh, you know some of the some of those that you listed, uh, you know, I would argue shouldn't fall into the cash uh, cash category. Although some some advisors out there do consider that cash. I I consider many of those fixed income conversations and all great investments, by the way, uh, not knocking them, but there's a suitability factor that goes along with that. To me, um, and to many others, cash should be a riskless asset class. That's the business I'm in, and that's what I'm trying to help advisors do. Um, remove credit risk. Remove headline risk. Keeping it all FDIC insured. So when you say what's unique about StoneCastle, yes, we have a you know we have a, a pretty killer rate right now. It's you know five percent on FDIC insured deposit, up to twenty five million dollars per account. So you know people get you know people like wow, how do you get twenty five million dollars? I mean it's it's. It's pretty impressive for us. It's our technology, our operating platform that we you know, we're, we're able to take client cash and allocate it through one account. We're able to allocate it across hundreds of different banks in our network. Um, it becomes and, and it's something that's been done out there for quite a while. Stonecastle's been doing it since 2009, and we were we were an institutional cash manager that we said, "Hey, you know what? We have a really cool engine here. Let's put it on a different chassis and offer it out to the uh, RIA community." And they're loving it because they have tons of high net worth clients that have massive amounts of cash sitting on the sidelines. Um, and they're able to not only give them a good rate, but get it all FDIC insured again, up to the $25 million number, which, you know, it's, it's a normal three, two or three years ago, it's, it was a good conversation to have, but now given all the headlines that we talked about with, you know, SVP failures and, uh, agency ratings downgrades, uh, that's become a huge topic right now. We get phone calls all day, every day about, you know, trying to make sure that all of this, all, you know, customers cash is FDIC insured and um, there's plenty of it out there. So there's huge opportunity for advisors if they just, you know, engage the cash conversation with their clients.
0: And business development opportunities too. I imagine advisors can look for people owning a business, boards, nonprofits, those kind of things.
1: Yeah, that's that, that's a great point, Doug. And um, what what happens is when when you have the cash conversation, it cash is a very personal asset class to advisors' clients. Um, if you do right by them on their cash, and then that means you know getting them the highest possible rate they can get while keeping the highest amount insured as possible, which is why you know we hit both bogeys and we think it's you know just a just a phenomenal solution for advisors to put out there uh, and. So what what we find is when, once you do right on the personal assets for these advisors, then you start to, uh, for their clients, for the advisors' clients rather. Once you start exploring that with them, they're high net worth, typically high net worth individuals. They're they're either business owners, invests in businesses, they're locally in foundations nonprofit organizations, homeowners associations, even if they're members of many of them are and other. Other things that they hold near and dear, other you know charitable works that they hold near and dear to their heart. All of these, all of these types of organizations that I just mentioned and that you so rightly brought up in the question, a lot of high net worth individuals are associated with them. And they're like, well, wait a minute, they have a need for higher levels of cash. And many of those that I listed have also in their in their bylaws or their investment policies, whatever you want to call them, they have a, a mandate to have them FDIC insured. It. So it's not uncommon to find some of these local organizations or foundations that are using multiple banks just to get the FDIC insurance and not dismissing but not caring as much about rate, we're offering the opportunity to go out and and offer them uh, not only have the uh, client assets but their organizations that they're associated with and and being able to bring that good to the organization and help that organization earn more money, protect more of their money, Man, that's a feel good all around, and it really it completely and it deepens the relationship that advisors have with their clients, and it's and they appreciate that. So it's been uh, that's been a huge uptick in business for us as these types of uh, foundations and and nonprofit organizations that are utilizing our Fiker for Advisors product, which is neat.
0: Even all the advisors that you're talking to about cash, you're talking to them about a lot of things. What are you gleaning from them?
1: Uh, w- what we're gleaning from them is one, they're happy that the markets have <laughs> taken a, a nice uptick. So you know we look at some of our balances that have come in, you know, huge balances that have come in, and then we see it ebb and flow, and we see that money going out. and we think like, oh, we should be upset that some of the money's leaving our program. And but we're not. and and here's why. and, and don't get me wrong, we're at we're at uh, record levels on, on deposits. We're happy to see that the money comes in. With advisors bring these accounts in, but then some of the money goes out, which simply means this: Um, they're doing the advisors are doing their job. They bring in, they attract these held away assets, this held away cash. They bring it into their purview, and then when there's buying opportunity, which there has been massive buying opportunities over the last six, seven, eight months, um, they're putting that money to work. But now they've had that conversation with their clients, and now they're comfortable having the cash conversation. So it becomes it becomes part of their business model, not necessarily on the managed asset side, but if they're if they're taking a more holistic approach. Um, so there's they're coming to us and saying, you know, do you have white papers on? Different types of organizations that this may be good for. I'm putting together a seminar on this particular topic. Can you help me out how to incorporate, how to, you know, how to incorporate the cash story into that? And we're getting tons of new requests from that. So, you know, we're just happy to see that the message of having the cash conversation is out there. The cool thing is there's, you know, there's others out there that do what we do. I just think we do it better. And we have such a higher level of FDIC insurance that it really uh, it really helps these advisors. And and one more thing, if I could just to just to add on to that, is liquidity events. We've been seeing tons and tons of liquidity events. These are people that are selling businesses or selling homes, and there's just, you know, 10 million, 20 million, 40 million, 50 million coming in from the sale of these assets or these businesses. And typically, where does that money go? That money goes straight to the bank and then it sits there just because, you know, there's a feel-good about having it sit at the bank. We're we're coaching advisors on on letting them identify that opportunity and say get that money before it goes to the bank, and make sure it comes into this. We will pull, we'll put full FDIC insurance on it. We'll give you a good rate, and then at least they have uh, another in with their client to talk to them about that. And how do they how do they incorporate some of that cash into a longer term wealth plan? So, all of those things coming together. We hear these stories all day every day, and it it kind of warms our hearts a little bit because. Uh, there's a lot of conversation
0: happening about cash. We're just happy to be, you know, we're happy to be in that conversation. Where are you pointing advisors to go to from our information?
1: It's just simple. We we created a we created a website years ago specifically for advisors. It's www.advisor.cash. So, I mean, the name itself, the URL itself speaks to what we do. Um, anybody can get a ton of information there. There's, there's a quick form on there as well, just so you could put in the quick information and somebody will get in contact with them right away. Super.
0: Thanks for joining us, Frank.
1: Doug, no, thanks for having me. I really do appreciate it.
0: Again, to learn more about Stone Castle, please visit advisor.cash. Please follow us for timely updates on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook, all at Advisorpedia. I guess I should say X, not Twitter. For everyone at Advisorpedia, our producer, Julia Smallin, our engineer, Tori Miller, and the Power Your Advice podcast team, this is Doug Hykinen.